All of it is supported by Missouri, makers of handcrafted jewelry that's made to last. Looking for the perfect Mother's Day present? Missouri has you covered. Get free shipping on all orders in the U.S. and Canada, plus a two-year warranty. Head to Missouri.com slash all of it or use code all of it for 10% off your first order. That's M-E-J-U-R-I dot com slash all of it. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. As some states announce plans to allow non-essential businesses to reopen, here in New York State, the stance seems to be mostly not yet. A CUNY poll conducted over the weekend found that those polled, 49% of New York City residents want the city to remain, quote, paused until after June 1st. 51% do want non-essential businesses to reopen by the end of April or May. Governor Cuomo has extended the New York pause rules until at least May 15th. And listeners, we do want to hear from you. What has been the toughest part of this for you? Are you finding yourself tempted to let down your guard? Are you maintaining some sort of strict routine? Are you washing your hands still for 20 seconds while singing happy birthday twice? Our lines are open 646-435-7280. That number is 646-435-7280. You can also tweet to us at all of it WNYC or send us a message on Instagram. Both handles are at all of it WNYC. How are you doing? What do you think about the pause? Are you ready to go back and do all the things, even though we know we can't just yet? WNYC planning editor Kate Hines joins us now to fill us in on what the newsroom is covering. It's called Kate Has a Plan. Hey, Kate. Hey, Allison. So How are you doing? I'm doing okay. As you, are you in, are you have a home studio now? Uh, no, we're trying out a new technology right now, which is just my cell phone and a fancy website. So if I drop out, you know, bear with me. Oh, you sounded it sounded different. Okay, cool. Good to know. Um, and I am from my home near the very large windows, as I have told listeners about. And now it's pouring raining, so we have some some ambiance, shall we say. Okay, the big headline has been from Governor Cuomo announcing that the State Department of Health is going to conduct statewide antibody testing, as antibody testing survey, I should say specifically. What's this about? Right. This is an attempt to get a handle on what the what the state of the infection really looks like in New York right now. Um, so the governor announced that yesterday we're going to start looking for 3000 random people who will tell us what which will give us a sense of whether or not they've developed antibodies for the COVID-19 infection. Um, it doesn't it's really not clear yet what it means. Um, the, the idea is to understand how far the infection has spread, but the antibody tests are not perfect. Um, if you have antibodies, it's because you were exposed to the virus, whether or not you got sick, but the tests, the commercially available tests have been unreliable because there are a number of false positives and negatives. Also, we don't know yet if antibodies mean that you're immune, you know, and if it does confer immunity, how long that immunity will last for. Um, but, you know, we're sort of working with the tools that we have right now. Um, and, you know, hopefully it will give us a picture of where the infection is and isn't in New York. So what are you interested in? What are the various folks in the newsroom interested in taking a little bit of a deeper look into this testing and the survey? Well, I'm, you know, I'm interested in a lot of things. I still I don't have a clear picture of what testing looks like writ large in New York. Um, you know, we know we know some of the drumbeats that sort of sound like, you know, broken records. There's not enough testing. We need more testing. 
But what, you know, what hasn't really been clear to us as a newsroom, and I think as a city, is who gets tested, you know, and, and what you can do if you want to get tested. And I think the issue is there's a lot of different testing sites for... Oh, let's see if that fancy software is working or not. Apparently it's not. Hey, Kate, can you hear me? Because I cannot hear you. Okay, so what we're going to do is our engineer, Matt, is going to go old school and call Kate back on this thing called the telephone line. I see him dialing her now. You should dial us if you want to get in on this conversation. The number is 646-435-7280. We're checking in with you today about how you're doing, if there's any particular part of the pause that you're finding difficult to maintain. How are you doing it? Do you feel tempted to let your guard down? No judgments here. 646-435-7280. And Kate Hines, who's WMIC's planning editor, joins me once again. Just from the landline this time. The telephone. (laughs) Okay, Kate, you were talking about testing. Yeah, there's a lot of different testing sites out there, and they're testing a lot of different people, and there's a lot of different criteria. You know, there are tests if you've been symptomatic. There are tests if you have traveled to a country that has had COVID. Yes, this is still an issue in some places, but aren't symptomatic. There are tests for healthcare workers. There are now tests for people that live in, you know, some NYCHA complexes, but not all NYCHA complexes. Um, some private doctors have tests. Some city MDs have tests. You know, but it's not, there's certainly not universal testing for anyone who's like, hey, I'm really curious if I have had it, if that, you know, cough or that weird thing I had where I lost my sense of smell and taste a couple of weeks ago, if that was coronavirus or not, there's still not that level of testing yet. Um, but it is, you know, more and more people are being tested, but you kind of have to be savvy in order to get a test. You know, there are walk-in clinics, there are drive-up clinics, there's this, there's that, but there's no like one shop stopping for testing right now. Let's take a call. Shay is calling us from Brooklyn. Shay, thanks for calling all of it. Oh, um, somebody just picked up with Shay on the other line. Let's try Shay. Let's no, let's go to, okay, we're trying the phones out. Here, Susan, let's see if technology works for us. Susan, are you there? Okay, Matt's going to pick up the call for me. Matt, can you do it? Let's try Shay. Hey, Shay, are you there? Yes. Hi, Shay. Thanks for calling all of it. Hi. I was saying um, to the person who screened the call that I just had this revelation when I woke up this morning and it just popped in my head. Maybe somebody else thought of it, too, that this is almost like being on Noah's Ark where you have to stay in shelter because there's the flood. In this case, it's coronavirus and everybody's in and then you want to come out and somebody decides, let's get out. And the raven is sent forward, which is kind of like Trump saying, oh, I want to go out, let everybody liberate themselves. And it's too soon because what happened is the raven didn't come back because maybe it was eating dead bodies that, you know, drowned in the flood. But that could represent everybody gets sick all over again. Then later on, you got Cuomo who's saying, well, at least for New York and the other states, we're going to wait. And he waits and he sends out something and he waits to see what happens and he sends out something. Just an extra more for a week or two weeks, that's all it is, but it makes all the difference in the world. And instead of doing it in May, you do it in June. But it's better to be safe than sorry than to just be sorry. And uh, I'm looking at this, I'm saying a lot of people might decide to just stay home on their own. True. Shay, you're a patient person. Thanks so much for calling. Let's go to Susan in Brooklyn. Hey, Susan. 
Oh, I, for some reason, okay, I'm going to tell you what's going on, folks at home. I got a little excited, carried away with our new phone lines, and I started answering them, and I should let Matt the engineer do it. So I, <laughs> <laughs> that is actually what is happening. Okay, let's go to Kate. I'll let Matt figure it out and, and fix whatever I've messed up. All right, so t- Kate Hines is the WNYC planning editor. You shouldn't let me near technology, Kate. So anyway, um, the, the, uh, Governor Cuomo was on earlier this morning. What were the headlines? Usually he, there's something that comes out of his morning news conference that we'll be talking about for the rest of the day. Well, he's going to Washington today to meet with President Trump. So that is going to be uh, definitely something that we're super interested in hearing about. You know, the, he says that he's going to talk about testing. You know, there's been some, there's been a lot of back and forth between the governor and the president, and indeed the president and other governors of other states, about who controls testing and, you know, where where does the state of play lie in testing. And the president will say, there's plenty of tests. I don't understand what the problem is. There's a lot of tests, and governors need to control their own tests. And, you know, Cuomo's point is not that there's not enough tests, which, frankly, there aren't. It's that he needs the federal government to sort of commandeer the supply chain because he's still competing with governors from other states and other cities on how to get, like, the supplies that they need for tests. It's not just the test kits themselves. It's the chemical reagents. It's the swabs. It's this and that. So that is part of the big reason he's going to D.C. today to see if he can you know, get some movement from the federal government on that. And I think, you know, experience tells us that sometimes when you're in the room with the president, you sort of, you know, you're the shiny thing standing in front of him. You get his attention. You get what you want in the moment. And, you know, who knows how long the afterglow from that will last. But then the president will hold a press conference um, at 5 p.m. And we can kind of compare and contrast, you know, what comes out of both of those meetings, what the governor is going to say and what the president is going to say. And I know another thing that the governor is very interested in is what the next stimulus package is going to look like, you know, as is Mayor de Blasio. We're really hurting financially. Um, A lot of the aid that um, went out got gobbled up pretty quickly. And now we want to know what the next package is going to look like. Let's go to Justin on line five. My hands aren't touching the console. Go for it, Matt. Justin, are you there? Yes, I am. Awesome, Justin. Thanks for calling all of it. Yes, you're welcome. You're welcome. So basically what I was um, telling the young lady earlier, my name is Justin. I live in Asbury Park, New Jersey. I uh, work in New York, but that office is closed. So I've recently returned to work back in New Jersey because I had to because, um, you know, to try and apply for unemployment in New Jersey is impossible or any of the uh, the payroll loans or the rent assistance. It's, it's just gridlock. It's just mass chaos. So I was, um, I tested positive for COVID-19 early March. Um, my doctor, who is on the Upper West Side, coached me by a phone hmm. for, uh, for three weeks. I was very, very, very ill. Tried to get medical attention in Asbury Park three times, and because I didn't have enough symptoms, they would not admit me. I had to literally stand on my head to get tested. I tested negative, and then I recently got tested again, and I tested positive. I'm sorry. Tested positive three weeks. When, during March, and now I mm-hmm. tested um, negative oh, good. Um, about a week and a half ago. But I've been post-symptom. I've been post-COVID-19 for over 20, I would say over two weeks. I don't have the symptoms, and I'm just trying to, to find out how do I go about helping donate 
antibodies because I know myself and, and going and also with my doctor, uh, you feel like Superman when you recover. Not That's that I'm not saying I'm not taking precautionary. I'm not saying I'm not taking precautionary measures. I will, I, of course, keep the social distance. I wear a mask. But because of finances, I had to return back to work. I feel fortunate that I was able to do so. Understood. But, yeah. That's it. Well, I know a number of hospitals in New Jersey are taking, um, are doing plasma trials similar to the ones in New York. I know that the New York Blood Center is collecting plasma, as is Mount Sinai. And I know that hospitals in northern New Jersey, like Hackensack University Medical Center, Valley Hospital in Ridgewood, and I think University Hospital in Newark. So I'm betting that there's a hospital closer to you in Asbury Park that is also conducting some of the plasma trials. Um, And I would urge you to start there. Our number is 646-435-7280. We're just doing a check-in with you listeners. What's been the toughest part for you? Are you finding yourself tempted to let your guard down? Or maybe you're super vigilant and you're the one pointing out people who aren't wearing masks. Uh, My guest for this ride-along is Kate Hines. She's WNYC's planning editor. Let's go to line two. Susan in Brooklyn. Hi, Susan. Thanks for calling. Hi. There you are. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Thanks so much for the show. Um, I've been feeling just really kind of down and out looking at mm-hmm. uh, bodies around the corner from where I live at have been piling mm. up in the funeral homes. They can't take yeah. care of these bodies. They also, you know, also looking at Heart Island. And for those of us like myself, I can actually um, keep busy 24-7, books, whatever I have. I have access to the Internet. I'm cool. I can walk. I can get out of my place. But the disparity in finances, it causes people who serve me, who are like, I need to call in for food or who, mm-hmm. like, I want to go to the store because I don't want people to get sick on my part. So whatever mm-hmm. we can do to help other people, super, super important. Like that gentleman just now who called, like he feels like he's Superman. It's awesome that he's trying to donate his plasma. Um, you know, and just try to, like, look out for other people and realize that not everybody's in your situation and this craziness about going out. Unfortunately, I feel like all of these people who are gung-ho about getting out of the houses down south, um, really, really bad news, in my opinion. And thank you so much for your show. Of course. And uh, we're here for you, so listen every day. We're here to keep you company. You know, it's interesting, Kate, as, it, hearing our callers, people are seem okay with staying in and seem mm-hmm. okay with this idea of the city being on pause as long as it needs to. Of course, with the caveat understanding that is causing some incredible financial hardship for some people. Right. Yeah. I mean, we've been, we're going to start drilling down on food bank usage in our area, which we know is up. And we've seen some really shocking and upsetting anecdotes about lines for food banks and how difficult things are for a big segment of the population right now. We know that this is landing unevenly on the backs of a lot of people that can't afford for this to be, you know, for them to be bearing the brunt of this crisis. Um, I think that what Susan just said is so right. You know, one of the, you know, I wouldn't say a silver lining from this because there really are very few silver linings from this, but it's the mindfulness that comes from remembering that you live in a community and that you are probably in an apartment building or a neighborhood with people that are way less fortunate than you. And to reach out to them and ask what you can do to help is really important right now. Donate plasma, you know, buy groceries for someone if you can. Mm -hmm. Just help in any way and remember that we're all interconnected. Let's take Sandy on line seven. Hi, Sandy. Hi, Sandy. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you for picking up my call. Of course. How are you today? I'm fine, like I've been most days. 
Uh, except when I get news that doesn't get me further along the line. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm tired of hearing or reading because I'm doing. I have the time to do a lot of that. Um, but I'm I'm 86 years old, and of course I was warned that I was going to die two months ago because of my age, which was not true. So so thank God. So but I've done everything that I was supposed to do. But I would like other other I would like our institutions to do what they're supposed to do too, and our our representatives do what they say they could say going to do too. So I don't. My big issue is I don't know my state. Whatever I have, I canceled all my my doctor's appointments since they were unnecessary, and. Um, I feel okay. I've, I have felt worse when I've had just the cold. Um, but I do not know what my status is. So I yeah. don't. So if, if all of a sudden things open up and I, I'm told I can go out and, I mean, I go out, I do my shopping myself. And uh, <clears throat> the stores, the Trader Joe's that I shop at does a great job in keeping us all separate. Um, but I still don't know where I am, whether I've been infected but asymptomatic, yeah, mm-hmm. whether I have not, I've been asymptomatic because I haven't been infected. Yeah, you know, um, I, say, I think you're giving voice to a lot of people's concerns, Kate, and I want you to dive in here, about uncertainty. Right. That uncertainty and, and, and is Cindy, one of the biggest issues. There's no way issues. for you to know because they're yeah. not doing wide-scale antibody or coronavirus testing. I mean, I think that you're echoing what a lot of people are feeling in, in that it is uncertain, and unless you can get a test, you won't know. And even if you get a test, you're not entirely certain what the results might mean, <laughs> you know, especially with the antibody test. So it, it's really hard. Yeah, Kate, I think you've gotten some good information that that seems to be what's on people's minds is the testing. Yeah. That's, In terms of... That's, go ahead. It's, it's very key. It's really important. It gives us, you know, it'll give us some information, but it will give us some imperfect information. Um, but as I said before, that's what we've got. You know, that's kind of what we're all waiting on is, you know, the magical test. What I'm going to be interested in, in seeing is like when things do reopen, and I'm guessing it's going to be like a phased reopening, what are we coming back to and how will it change our behavior long term? You know, what is your first ride on the subway going to look like or feel like? You know, what are you going to see when you go into a grocery store? You know, what is, what is people's long-term behavior? I keep thinking about 9-11, mm-hmm. and in the months after 9-11, I remember riding the subway to work and seeing women wearing nothing but, but uh, sneakers and shoes that they could run in. And it took a long time for people to wear, you know, high heels. Sure. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, what is the marker going to be after this? <laughs> you know, what is what is the you you know you've returned to normal because you're seeing shoes that you really can't run in on the subway. What is that going to look like for coronavirus? Okay, I really appreciate you joining me for this call, and I think we should have you back because people clearly have a lot on their minds. And I know you have a lot of work to do, so I'm going to let you go. Kate Hines is WNYC's planning editor. Always good to talk to you, Kate. Thank you, Allison. Take care. All of it is supported by Majuri, makers of handcrafted, ethically sourced jewelry for every day that's made to last. Looking for the perfect Mother's Day present? Majuri has taken the guesswork out of gifting, offering everything from dainty 14K solid gold pieces to pearls, diamonds, gemstones, and more. 
Make it personal with an engraving, or if you can't decide, check out their curated gift guide. Let them take care of the rest, gift wrapping included. Get free shipping on all orders in the U.S. and Canada, plus easy returns and a two-year warranty. Head to Missouri.com slash all of it or use code all of it for 10% off your first order. That's M-E-J-U-R-I dot com slash all of it.